Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Some Like It Pop, a bi-weekly look at the latest happenings in pop culture. This is Editor-in-Chief Bradley Stern. I'm Managing Editor Samantha Vincenti. I'm Associate Editor Ali Zubiak. And I'm Matt Donnelly, and I'm a senior writer, and it's Sam's birthday. It's Sam's, Sam's birthday! Hey, I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> this is partied down to a nub. Okay. Happy birthday. Thanks. And happy birthday to Catherine Perry, who yep. is mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. It's her mm-hmm. birthday. You two are very similar. We have a lot in common, yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about um, Katy Perry's formal rival, actually. Mm. Um, this is a woman who is currently going by the name Joanne. I have not heard of her. She is pop star Lady Gaga, and that yeah. is the mm. subject of <laughs> our podcast today. And I'm going to try to be reasonable and objective at times i will offer so none no such <laughs> diplomacy <laughs> i will offer elocution so lady gaga released an album as you have seen probably everywhere called joanne a there's dedica- no avoiding it there's oh. no avoiding it uh she's uh all over your instagram story dancing mm. on the sidewalks of new york city uh she was performing her short-lived dive bar tour bud light dive bar tour mm. across um, where there was only three stops, Nashville, New York, and her last one is... I don't... Yeah, where is it? I think it's to be announced. LA? Any, yeah. I'm guessing. I'm surprised she didn't end in New York. I know. It yeah. felt like a finale. Uh, she performed <laughs> at The Bitter End, where if you're not a sworn Gaga fan, you might not know that's where she got her start, then as Stephanie Germanotta, mm-hmm. singer-songwriter. So it was a return to roots, much like this record, allegedly... Someone's roots. We're not sure if they're her roots, but someone's roots roots. that she returned to. So this album is a dedication to her late aunt, Joanne, who also is the namesake of her middle name. Uh, Gaga has explained now in several interviews that um, the the family has always really held Joanne in their memory, and, and it's been a very pivotal part of her experience is learning about her aunt that she never actually met um and that at age 19 that's the age that joanne had died um gaga decided to go into music so she also feels a link to turning 19 as we all do yeah Yeah. um and perhaps most questionably she has now decided to assume joanne's identity (laughs) Mm -hmm. throughout this album which uh, for me, is really hard to, you know, accept and not think that it's gross as hell. And contrived. Yeah. And it also makes it very difficult when you're trying to search for her on Twitter very quickly and you search Lady Gaga. That and you have true. to search for Joanne. You have to I've search. noticed that. Yeah, she's been signing off her tweets as Joanne. She's been signing the album as Joanne. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, I have I seen that. Yeah, it says XOXO Joanne. Mm-hmm. It's like fake performance art. Well, that's just a summary of her career as a whole. But, um, <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> it's hard because I, I, I'm I, of two minds with that just because mm. I hate to police someone else's grief. But Gre- I agree. Especially, and I would be interested to hear, and I'm sure we never will hear, the unadulterated way that her father thinks, because it's her father's sister, correct? Yes. Yeah. It, I don't think we'll probably ever hear the unvarnished truth of what her father 
thinks about it or if he connects to this way of honoring his sister. She didn't know her, right? No. no. Yeah. I will Gaga say, we, didn't know Joanne. as we reported today, they both got a Joanne tattoo together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he loves it and maybe she really nailed it. Maybe he told her a lot and she got it right. Yeah, but that said, it is. it does feel bizarre to channel... I'm trying to think of like the, if I would channel one of my dead relatives, and it seems strange if you don't didn't know them at all. Yeah, I agree because I I totally agree. I think it's a beautiful way to channel your memory of a late relative through music. I think what's more bothersome to me is like the spectacle of the character outside of the music, where she's like, I didn't even know she was signing as Joanne, which almost feels like mockery to me. It's sort of strange. Right, right. I yeah. I find that super strange, and also the identity. I I will never know, or maybe she's will talk about it, but. Was Joanne into cowboy hats and cutoffs? Yeah. Like, why, you know, is she kind of Americana folk? Love the Bud Light. Like, we, you know, we don't. It would help to have that. It would help to have a little bit of reference with that. Yeah. Like, if there was some point of departure, if there's some photograph that she saw that really registered when yeah. Joanne was totally. wearing some pink hat like that. Some Just context. To hold on to. Come on. It is, I mean, it asks you to take a lot of leaps here with this shift in sound and yes. this concept it's a lot of that said i have never connected with lady gaga's music i mean i i loved her main obvious singles like paparazzi and bad romance and liked some of her songs when i was tipsy on the dance floor but otherwise i am too averse to musical theater and that sort of delivery to enjoy a lot of her past and i thought a lot of her songs sounded like bad euro techno garbage Mm. to be honest sorry Mm. but i mean she has a great voice that's should go without saying at this point i really enjoyed this album Yes, Sam I really enjoy it. is into this album. Um, let's go around the room and talk <laughs> yeah. about our... I mean, not all of it. I enjoy... I will say I enjoy 60% of this album. Okay. Which that's is more a lot than of I thought you for, would. That's a lot of album to enjoy... That is. ...for any album these days. Yes. So Especially as someone that you weren't even checking for. Right. And yeah. I was prepared to hate it because... You guys turned on her. Like I yeah. disloyal fans. I sort of, oh, a half turn. Yes, Allie, what, what sure. do you think about Joanne? So it's difficult for me because I've been a fan of her since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then Born This Way came out and started to turn. And then Art Pop came out and I just completely turned my back on her for good reason. And <laughs> then Joanne came out and I was so... I was I was really gunning for I was like this is going to be great. You know, if you guys listen to this podcast, you heard when we spoke about Perfect Illusion and mm-hmm. I was so on board. Sam you and I were actually True. the only ones. Yep. Um I was fighting Matt and Bradley. Yeah. But I was like I had I had such hope and then Million Reasons came out and ruined my entire life. Mm. <laughs> because that I I really think that song is one of probably the worst song Gaga's ever written. Wow. I don't Possibly. Agree, but okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just really boring for me. I really, I mean, I'm not, I know it's being compared to a would-be Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, it's getting a lot of high comparisons. That Yeah, I mean, I do think it's a pretty, well, if you like that, I just, do you guys like that? Okay, I'll, here's where I'm yeah. situated. I am a huge fan, and it, at first when I liked this album so much, like from the jump, I mean, Diamond Heart is just like, it's such a good song. You guys really don't like it? I like Diamond Heart. I think it's Diamond a monster. Heart I actually hated it I think that bridge first, is a complete like monster. Now. I think it's so good. And it, I had to self-assess if I also wanted to like this even more because I'm obsessed with everybody who worked on it. Mm. I've been a fan of Mark Ronson since 
like here come the fuzz days like back when he was engaged to Rashida Jones and they were all in like the Aaliyah more than a woman video like I've yeah. just always been a huge huge Mark Ronson fan both of his DJing and his production I'm a huge Blood Pop fan mm-hmm. I'm a huge Josh Homme Queens of the Stone Age fan Beck didn't Beck work on Dancing yep. in Circles yeah. which, which is makes no my sense. new favorite song about female masturbation <laughs> right <laughs> um, so I just really really love like Father John Misty, who again, as mm-hmm. we talked about, also wrote the best line in Hold Up for Beyonce. And that's been a weir- really weird career turn for him, considering he came from Fleet Foxes. Yeah. I just, I really, really love everybody. Kevin Parker. I mean, just yeah. everybody involved in it is so good. And I love their music and it, and I hear it. And but I, she writes I and love, produces all her music herself. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, like every pop star. But, yeah. you know, and I do hear, I love, I think Joanne is a really beautiful. The song Joanne is a mm-hmm. gorgeous folk song, marred only by her delivery. And I could say that for several of the tracks. I think the production is incredible. And the things I like that Bruce Springsteen sound, I like the way it kind of sounds like Benny and the Jets on Hey Girl. Mm-hmm. I like that Joanne is a beautiful folk song. Again, that's marred by her belting, her theater belting. Right. I wish they'd asked her to turn down the theater belt a little yeah, bit more. I, see, I've been saying this for since it leaked and I listened. Um, if anyone else were singing these songs, I would love the most of the album. But Lady Gaga has this weird affectation that she puts on that yeah. just feels so inauthentic and not true to even her. Yeah. Which is funny because I, in her earlier albums, she's always been over the top. That's just kind of her thing. Yeah. Like Spectacle is just part of the Lady Gaga brand. But she's gone so musical theater with this that I can't even handle it. It's just too much. Which and it is just feels so saying unreal. something because Allie is the biggest <laughs> fan of musical theater of the bunch of right. us, I think. Yeah, yeah, I probably am, though I feel like Matt's probably seen more shows than no, I, I have. I did see Waitress last week. <laughs> oh, with there we mom. go. Never mind, okay. he is. Bought a, pers- <laughs> bought a personal cherry pie, it was $10. But. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm disappointed because I sort of agree with everything that Sam said, and theoretically, I should like this album because, in in pop terms, I'm sort of inclined to like go where big voices go, and like, mm-hmm. I really respond usually when, especially female artists, really experiment with vocal, you know, different stylings. But uh, I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think Ali hit it on the head with the affectation. For me, every time I almost get into a song, it's just her her like come on boys like that like <laughs> yeah it's like come on yeah. you're like from you know I you went yes- to tish like let's <laughs> calm the f- down i said yesterday it sounds like to me she watched like kill bill with no sound on it was like oh guys i have an idea <laughs> and like it just ran with it and it just sounds i don't hear a single shred of connection between her and any of the songs and i think so many of them sound like derivations of other songs yeah, and she does this thing where she sings the way she thinks a country artist is supposed to sing. Yes, exactly. Like, it it has, I mean, we know her regular style, and it doesn't sound, except for Dancing in Circles. That's the right. only mm-hmm. one where I'm like, oh, okay, I hear old Gaga here. This is great. Well, that's what my general thesis of Joanne is, is that, oddly, this stripped-down era is, in fact, her most drag performance. Yeah. 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 Because it's it's her being Elton John, being... Bruce Springsteen like it feels like as somebody a friend of mine put it if you go on Spotify one of those third party in the style of Selena Gomez albums where it's like people (laughs) session singers who vaguely sound like them you know it feels like 
to quote Madonna, reductive because it's it doesn't feel like there's any ounce of her in it. It feels like she's taking songs that she's familiar with and and doing her own versions of them. Bastardizing them. Yeah. And and yeah, that's the affectation that bothers me the most because I just don't feel like I can take it seriously. And had she had some form of this in the past four albums that I could feel in this album, then maybe I would be like, well, that's Gaga. But I don't know who Gaga is anymore after yeah. hearing this album. Now it's just like, okay, so she does musical theater in any variety, and this is her latest play. This is the latest, you know, she's doing Annie. Like, I don't yeah. know. I And strangely yeah. enough, I liked, when I before I heard anything and I looked at the album cover, I actually liked it. I thought it was really nice and pretty and well, the, I liked the composition. And then having listened to it, Having listened to the album and then having gone back and looked at the album cover, I was just like nauseated. I was like, this is such performance. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a performance. The live performance is crazy. The fact that she's waving around a guitar, not holding onto the neck properly, (laughs) is embarrassing. I mean, it's drag. It's really drag. It's like, this is a campy, fake, authentic artist moment for her. And it's kind of disappointing to me that a lot of highbrow publications slash a lot of high comparisons are being made to like very serious artists when I'm like yeah but the next album she might just go right back to you know glitchy electro pop and just be like well that was a you know yeah. I wonder if she will though I don't and so. I mean well do you would you have an issue with it as much with the derivation mm. and the drag if you felt like it was done better I'm thinking of yes. like the way Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams is a Lana Del Rey song. Right. How she just yeah. ripped it's off funny. Lana Del Rey blatantly, but really I was thinking yeah. about that, actually, the whole Taylor Swift becoming pop. But the difference for me is that Taylor has always been pop, and her, I don't know, it just feels more real to me when she did it, probably because she's never had such a crazy, like, persona, I guess. I well. would... I would. Draw I mean, obviously, she I has can't compare like, them because I think Lady Gaga is far and away a better artist. And okay. even if this is a misstep, obviously, I think right. she's still supremely more talented. Of course. But yesterday, I was thinking, I sort of, I was thinking of like what big pop stars have done, sort of concept albums in recent years, and I thought of Back to Basics. And I'm by no means mm. a big Christina Aguilera fan. Let's but, talk. But about I it. feel like I feel like Ain't No Other Man, by all accounts, was a very successful song based on you know 20s to 40s totally. sounds and. You know, I, it got her a Grammy, and I think it was well deserved. And it was pop that honored the sound rather than tried to make it something that it was into not. And um, Joanne just sounds so labored to me, and I think that's what I was thinking when I was comparing the two. Is ain't no other man felt very sort of effortless, and she was really just Christina was into the sound, whereas Gaga was just sort of manipulating the sound into her own strange mappings. I, I don't know. Totally agree with that. Yeah, I feel like it was a natural evolution of Christina's personality, and yeah. it fit. I would also make a comparison to Beyonce leaping from, I I guess four would be the transition album for her, um, into self-titled. But she she did this in such a gradual, and I will say Madonna-esque way, where all of a sudden she had her kind of frozen ray of light moment with self-titled. But And this is the same woman who did Single Ladies, and both of them feel authentic to her completely. And you don't have any... You know, you don't feel like, oh, she's doing drag. You would never say that about mm-hmm. self-titled. That doesn't feel like that at all. Um, so I think this is just an example of, like, really ham-fisted, like, now I'm this. I am yeah. I hold a guitar and I'm serious. Whereas Beyonce's made this, like, beautiful transition. Madonna's done it. Christina had that moment. You know, it wasn't as long-lived because she did no. other things. But 
And she was baby Jane, but she didn't sign as baby Jane. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I think some of her fans are angry that people don't like it because it's like, oh, she's evolving. And it's like, no, but it doesn't feel like an evolution. It feels like covers. It feels yeah. like mm-hmm. It feels camp. like she went off a cliff instead yeah. of continuing up the mountain. Yes. I understand that feeling that, with the difference being with Beyonce, yeah. that even, again, I know there's also a large committee of songwriters and producers involved in that, but totally. at the end of the day, there's a definite very sincere i feel the emotion when she's singing blue or she's singing you know i Mm -hmm. I feel an actual visceral emotion from her whereas yes i understand like this feels like detached an arm's length and a play acting of an emotion that said i love (laughs) sinner's prayer you guys great song no i like that you like it i will talk about the things i do like because i do like about four songs yeah i um i love dancing in circles that is alejandro part two it's just with (laughs) you know a little drawl attached to it and i cannot believe beck is attached i would like receipts for exactly what he did well, on that song i mean every, um, yeah but he his range is insane too yeah yeah true and i mean if you think you know more of the spectrum of like wow which is like a recent he's like been dabbling in I just straight one. pop me too yeah. <laughs> he's been dabbling in very straightforward pop lately so that didn't cool. surprise me okay um definitely love that one it feels like the most like her and so does john wayne kind of feels like it love could it. have been a gaga song but it's just guitars. I really of love synths. the intro. I know it's really cheesy and stupid, oh, yeah. and everyone hates it, but it makes me laugh every time. Yeah, in a good Wait, way. Is that, the, yes. is that like yeah. hey girls? Several... Let's get going. Or, what was it? What? <laughs> what is it? What's the intro? I can't remember. Um, what she? I love cowboy. Go yeah, okay, that's what I she thought. She like yeah, screams. Yeah. So stupid, but uh, I, love I don't it. mind it. I don't mind the goofy. Yeah. I mean, even like in Diamond Heart, like the "Do you have a girlfriend?" I actually love Heart. that it's line. Like so ridiculous, but yeah. I'm like along for the ride. I like it. It reminded me of when she had that little thing in Sex Dreams, where she had that like drunken oh, conversation totally. with herself. Well, she's always, yeah. I mean, I would say that. She's still silly, but she doesn't really want to present herself that way, which is kind of right. weird because, like, she had those ridiculous lyrics through the fame and the fame monster, um, you know, sexy Cupid and all of that, like, <laughs> disco stick. And this kind of still feels like that in some ways, but obviously it's take me seriously now. Mm-hmm. Like, it really doesn't feel like, you know, this is her, this is, you know, her stripped down era. I will also say that I am never going to like A.O., yeah i that is as somebody pointed out to me it sounds just like a song from high school musical too and, and now that you sent now me that it's that ruined. video i can't ruined. <laughs> um yeah it sounds yeah there's that the deluxe track song that sounds oddly like the fame just another day is it that's just, the piano one mm, there's one that's like grigio kind of, girls no, that's the other so one. So Grigio Girls. So Grigio Girls, the song for women drinking wine. Right, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, that's supposed to be about the Real Housewives," and I guess she is a Real Housewives fan. Oh, but I'm really unclear. Is it like a tribute to Basics? I, for lack of a better term, if it isn't intentional, it is accidentally <laughs> because that's what the song is. It's like, you know, see, I don't, mom's even, drinking I can't wine. listen to her lyrics because it, that yeah, ruins most much. of her songs. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm such a lyrics listener. No, I, I wrote one down from that song because I didn't understand it. She said, and then we'll have our sixth Spice Girl in this bitch. Like, oh, yeah. She'll be in this, she'll be the new Spice Girl. Some, somebody dyes their hair red. And mm-hmm. so then they'll have their sixth Spice Girl in this bitch. And I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> The relevance. I think it's like I think she's like talking like squad goals, like kind of like you right. know you're my you know it's the the ladies we're just hanging out <laughs> we're the Spice Girls. And so now if you're saying it's about the Real Housewives, I'm 
further confused by which is why I just don't pay attention. Well, this, the, the Housewives connection, I think, was that they one in particular was Pinot Grigio. I think that was. Mm-hmm. But oh, yes. I mean, welcome to the world. Right. How no, many- I, right. <laughs> um, I will say that I have a better time with Gaga's lyrics when I don't listen to her explain what the lyrics mean, because yeah, sure. I was fully on board for the fame monster and it fully tuned out every time she said that each song represented a fear. <laughs> I was like, no. you're going to tell me telephone is about your fear <laughs> of being called on the dance floor. Like I preferred, I, I preferred it. just not to listen to her when she explains it. Cause it's usually so over the top. That, really? Oh yeah. She says each song is a fear on the fame monster. Mm. The greatest thing is that now she's writing her lyrics on a typewriter. I don't oh, know if you guys have seen uh, that's the, the other video. That's, oh, the hard, that's a hard that's one. I just think of her writing, Ayo, Ayo, dance mirrors on the ceiling. Um, that's your favorite lyric, isn't it? It is my favorite. You write it in every post. I think it's fucking you just see so her with, with people like surrounded by laptops and like tablets, and she's walking down the boardwalk with like a clunky typewriter <laughs> in her arm. It's so hard. It's such performance. Art. Or I think it was in the Zane Lowe interview, oh, which I watched the entire thing of. Yeah, it was pretty painful. It was 40 minutes of her just waxing poetic about herself. And yeah. at one point, she recites the lyrics for Angel Down, mm. which oh. we should probably we should talk discuss. about. Yeah. And it was just so cringeworthy because she's so... It's weird. She's really, she seems earnest, but also put on at the same time. Yeah, I feel that too. You know, I do have the hardest time with her when she's singing about serious issues because of yeah. everything we're talking about. Yes. Both this and even Till It Happens to You. Yes. Which I love that that song exists. And I love that it was celebrated and I, I love the project that it came from. You know, I love all the intention behind it. And if it affected people positively or helped someone, great. Yes. But it was so schmaltzy. And yeah, it's really hard to not have it feel a little disingenuous the way it's mm. so overwrought. Mm-hmm. I, it's like anyone telling you like this is sad is yeah, not going to be. Yeah. Tell me like the basic minutia and detritus of his life. Like show me pictures of him with his family. That makes me sad. Someone telling me it's like write it's any writing lesson. So Don't tell mm-hmm. me it's sad. To to add color to that, um, it also no pun intended. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, is. The fact that Gaga said that Angel Down is about Trayvon Martin, right? mm-hmm. which is yeah, really. Right. That's um, right. I, yeah. Right. That's what that, you're speaking And to. she actually revealed that as in, in an angry way uh, to the writer of the New York Times Review, who. Oh, John Karaminica. Dragged. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. A, see, I read that before I heard the album. Yeah. And, you know, you guys know that I don't care for album reviews period right but so but in this rare case because i actually wasn't planning on really listening to and enjoying the lady gaga so much i was like i'll read this this seems fun to read someone roast something and now i think he was being really harsh and i'm mad on her behalf but i couldn't read it because i um used up my 11 free articles (laughs) of the month (laughs) we've all been there so gotta wait till november i'll screen cap yeah Yeah, using trayvon as a defense against a bad review. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That wasn't my favorite. Yes, I yes. have an issue with almost all of her issue songs. Yeah, so that's yeah. this is just the latest one. I mean, actually, I don't mind Angel Down, and Red One produced it weirdly. Mm. Um, really? Yeah, wow. Red One. Red uh, One. Yeah, but without <laughs> any of his usual. Obviously, his production is stripped from it, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly how that worked. I but. mean, you can't really hear anyone. To, I mean, to mm. that review's point, I think that that John Karamanek review did say and it is true even the artists that i listed that i'm a huge fan of all of them you can't really hear 
And they're also disparate artists. You can't really pick out. Mm-hmm. There's so many Mark Ronson songs that you, I'll be like, oh, Horn Section, that's Mark Ronson. Like mm-hmm. right away, there's so many with Kevin Parker, but yeah. th- it becomes kind of a mishmash soup. Totally. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's her um, issue song. I, I guess uh, Little Monster was at her album release party and said that Gaga told him that she wrote it the day of the trial. Um, it, so like a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. again, obviously, to her credit, it's a great thing to raise awareness for something like that. I think it's um, lovely that she would do something like that. But it, the way it was delivered was almost like an an act of aggression rather than like an invitation for peace. Somehow, I don't know. It was like right. angry. Uh, I almost just think she doesn't need to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah. Because that's Let what it makes be it feel so disingenuous yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I do think she genuinely cares about things yeah but yeah. i don't it just seems it feels really off it does feel off i mean i i always have problems with it it's always i famously got into a fight with my ex when born this way came out because it was just so like over the top like literally spelling out lgbt in the song and it, it's just it's so sesame like, street it's lecture. so sesame street <laughs> like yeah i mean it's hard though i do yeah and that take song away. has its own issues too orient descent yeah, um, the whole Chola thing. Yeah, that she's oh. not. Oh, yeah, uh, it was, <laughs> it's got. It, it, and then until it happens to you, coming two years after working with R. Kelly and and Terry mm. Richardson was also like questionable as far as you know the messaging. I don't know, problematic yeah. in in ways, but in other ways, I am glad <laughs> that she's raising those issues. Yeah, and again, I mean, I there's so many songs like that. I don't have a huge appetite for like very hit you over the head even i'm thinking also of rise which i made fun of a lot mm-hmm. when, when katie perry released it and mm-hmm. then when the pulse nightclub massacre victim was on ellen oh, saying yeah. that it got him through this really yeah. hard time mm-hmm. surviving i was like okay i guess i'll shut up now because it helped people yep. and what do yeah. i know about anything yep that's pretty much my take on born this way because i have since either met or gone on dates with people who have like tattoos because mm. of that song and stuff and i'm like well that means a lot to you. Yeah. I can't. And that's why I fought with my ex because he was like, this means everything. This is like, you know, such an important song for us. And I'm like, don't tell me what's important. But mm. like for him, it really was. And I, I can't take that away. It yeah. just doesn't feel it for me. But as a parallel, I think something like The Greatest by Sia, which the first time I watched, I had no idea what it was about. I just thought it was a beautiful song and a beautiful mm-hmm. video. And then to hear the meaning sort of organically unravel was much more affecting to me than this song that basically beats you over the head with a sentiment. Yeah, that's right. the difference, I think. Yeah. It is. Yeah, she's never been uh, subtle. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Which comes with her whole musical theater background, I feel. You have to accept that about her yeah. to get into her music, which is, it's good and bad. It's just who she is. That is really ultimately what it comes down to. True. I think it's, I'm sort of getting the sense from her, which I didn't necessarily think before, that she just feels like she as soon as she learns about something that she is the authority on that oh, and God. that's where i think yes. the trouble comes <laughs> yeah. that's but, my least kind of favorite kind of person i know you make me not like <laughs> i'm sort We're of thinking about her, it now but... too not only the music i feel like she heard some of these songs and then decided she was an expert on it and she was going to replicate them seamlessly and then on the causes sometimes it's just like take a back seat and say you support these causes when when you know artists who are more directly affected by mm-hmm. them are speaking out rather mm-hmm. than try to assume some sort of oversight over these causes where you know yeah don't assume identity where you don't have it 
Yeah, well, that was pretty. She's dicey. assuming somebody else's ad- identity right, yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, identity has always been a thing for her, and she called out. Um, I think it was recently, and if it wasn't, it might have been Fame Monster era, where she <laughs> talked. So either recently so either or really not. I, it was hard to place where the video was. I, b- I believe it was actually older. She was talking about Bowie, who years ago that was her number one. She also changes her who she decides is her biggest fan. This time she's saying she's Beck's number one fan in interviews, yeah, which right. is just yeah. oh, fine, sure. But um, she said that she really admired how he was Ziggy. Then he, you know, put that to bed and that was that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a foreshadowing of what she was planning to do with Gaga, I think, of mm-hmm. saying, you know, I was this persona and now the evolution is coming. She's still assuming another identity and she's not really being Stephanie yet. Right. But um, I, I think that's what she's kind of always envisioned for herself, maybe. Maybe. That kind of, it really worries me, though, because I feel like she wants to kind of erase her past in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she's not really acknowledging all of her, her like, electropop. Yeah. And so I wonder how her tours are going to be. I mentioned this before, how Taylor Swift, everyone's favorite in this room. Yes. She only performed, I think, one or two old songs on her 1989 world tour, which I went to. Right. Um, and instead just huh. played the entire album. And did like an acoustic version of a new, like an old song every night it changed. Yeah. And I was really irritated by that because Red is her best era and it should have just been that album. And I bet a lot of people <laughs> agree, time. or at least half the place. Probably I don't her think real so, fans. Because her fans are, it's like a cult. You get sucked in and it's like Gaga. It's similar in that way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You get sucked in and everything they do is right and nothing is wrong. And it's Apology. kind of bizarre. Yeah. But that's what I'm worried for her tours because Gaga's tours. Are always so good. Yeah. Well, I didn't go to art pop, rave, whatever it was art called. Art rave. Art rave. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't know. But before that, rave they were. Pop. I mean, she really knows how to put on a show. And now I'm like, what is she gonna do? Stand there with a guitar and strum the entire night and cry? I don't know. If like a Demi Lovato show. If so- <laughs> wow. If Saturday Night Live was any indication, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If SNL was any indication, it's gonna be probably Joanne with. High production, dancers, mm. campy, country, folky, accoutrements. Ugh. And probably, I don't think she's going to entirely get rid of old stuff. She will probably change the genre and she'll probably make it fit more seamlessly, if I had to guess. Um, and then she's doing her um, lip sync. What is it? Carpool karaoke. Oh, yeah. Lip sync. <laughs> well, only my fave lip sync on carpool karaoke. <laughs> but um, and Mariah, weirdly. Anyway. Selena, um, I think. Yeah. Well, she was well, on a roller Who could tell? That's true. Who could tell? But she, I think, has to do old songs on that. Much like they make, the only reason I like carpool karaoke is they make all our faves, like they force them to sing their songs that we want them to sing that's that they'll true. never sing yeah. again. Yeah. She did Bad Romance. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that might be a one time thing that she's just been forced to do. Also, you can't tell me Lady Gaga is not silly anymore when she was doing that floor work on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> whatever that was. She was so serious about it. it. So, look what I can do. And then <laughs> she just rolled around Kathy on her back. Free. She thinks she's Simone Biles now. Yeah, like, right. that's what oh, she is. That was strange. Um, yeah. So, I guess we'll have to see where she takes this era. I sh- there hasn't been any talk of a tour even. So That's true. I don't Maybe know. She, no, she has to tour. Well, possible, you know yeah. it won't happen anytime soon. She's got to do Super Bowl. Oh, oh, right. I guess we'll see what happens and there. She's in, That'll be the end of ta- Is yeah. she making a Stars Born? Or? Yeah, oh, she's yeah. A, yeah, she's the lead. She may not tour. No. Yeah. She could get out of it. Be <laughs> she like, can I get out of it. I literally don't have the time. Super Bowl plus film and 
probably more but is American Joanne going to sell enough go... copies? I mean, she needs that tour to back her. <laughs> true, but You'll have to shame. ask Pentatonix. It may be. <laughs> what are her? This is. I mean, this is completely only semi-related. But wh- wh- didn't she say she bankrupted herself with the art pop tour? Or there yes. was some tour that she. Uh, she says that every tour, I think. But she says she always digs into her own pockets for each tour and. So I bankrupted everything. might be people, the kind of person who's like, I can't go out to dinner. I'm so broke, but they have like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> or like when Perry Edwards recently said that Zayn left her homeless even though yeah, right, right, yeah. right. But v- being very dramatic about mm-hmm. it it may be not so literal see I can relate to Gaga in those ways when she's dramatic that's <laughs> why I like her so much or used to love her I don't yeah. know anymore yeah I don't know based on these interviews I, I don't care for her right now yeah but it goes back and forth the Zane Lowe interview was really um hard to get through and I didn't get through all of it because because of the Madonna quote the Madonna quote you, really you took, so me mad at her. took me out. Took me out. She did not need to go there. Would you say it was bad? It was pretty bad. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, and I, I make this comparison to Ariana, who was completely like bombarded with Mariah comparisons for two albums, mm-hmm. and now you don't think about that. I mean, the joke. There's still a joke on Stan Twitter, you know, to compare them, but otherwise, it's really not. I don't feel that she's Mariah's career. Nobody really feels no. that way. But she and Gaga for a while there had like avoided that after the exhausting 2012 reductive gate and all of that and then all of a sudden she really didn't have to do it on this interview Mm -hmm. and she was like well no madonna and i are very different you know i write and i produce yeah the question was totally innocuous she answered it as if it were a different question yeah he was basically like oh you know papa don't preach perfect illusion like something about overproductive parallels between them and then and then she put on her voice we're very different (laughs) he basically (laughs) just said like you both mentioned the word dad in your song yes the best part was she said she's a nice lady she's a nice lady i mean he didn't have to ask that question he didn't that's no i'm more annoyed with him in that situation i'm i just think that's really tiresome i know we all do it with artist interviews it's really easy and tempting to be like what do you think about this person to try to get a good sound bite out of it but like I just don't hear as many male artists asked about their male contemporary. Mm-hmm. She just went overboard yeah. with her response yeah. by calling herself a true artist, basically. Yeah. yeah. And saying Madonna just practices for a show. Right. It was a really confusing explanation because if whatever she was implying is what she was implying, it was mm-hmm. like incredibly offensive. She it was. Said, yeah. I have nothing but respect for her. But, you know, I you know, I'm OK with being not perfect. You see her yeah. face change, too. It becomes scary yeah it's like it definitely She's still offended. bothers her yeah, yeah. it definitely bothers her even though like they couldn't be more different at this point clearly um but yeah so that really is it easier for me to like this album because i had no strong feelings about gaga either way I think definitely so. definitely okay. and don't, if you don't really watch interviews though. or anything it's a wonderful yeah, era I mean, i'm sure it's yeah, I know. true i, I don't really any, again i don't yeah there's not a lot of joanne is just marred by lady gaga's personality uh-huh mm-hmm. well, for me I'm so you unencumbered. Are, you are You're not. So lucky. You're so blessed. Hashtag Very blessed. <laughs> the words of Bruno Mars. I suppose that is the uh, the the draw of our jobs is that we have to be inundated with all of the content that she provides, and I yeah. feel like casual fans and even a lot of hardcore fans don't have to deal with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. We just see every bit of her. Yeah, anecdotally, I'm hearing from a lot of friends on Facebook and stuff that yeah. it's not the album that they wanted, or it's not the album that they needed, but it's, never mind, you know what I mean. It's not what they were expecting, <laughs> but, the but they, they liked it. They, yeah, came in, like <laughs> yeah. they came in with an open heart. Right. Yeah. True. Diamond heart. A diamond great, great song, guys. Can't that sounds like a Foo Fighters song. It sounds like a Foo Fighters song from their worst album, Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. 
Ugh. We're gonna check that Actually, out. I'm gonna like that album, but, okay. but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go fine. listen to it now. You should listen to that album. Maybe you'll like it. I'm I actually don't. not going to listen to it because since uh, AO was ruined for me by that High School Musical song, <laughs> right. I don't, I'm on shaky ground right now. Yeah. Well, um, we'd love to hear your opinions of Joanne. Uh, yes, or your opinions of our opinions. Yes, we'd love to hear those opinions too. <laughs> Lord knows we hear enough of them on Twitter. <laughs> Would you say that you are a Joe fan? <laughs> Would you? Yeah, are you a little Joanator? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm a Joe fan. Um, so leave oh, us- also we oh. ranked Lady Gaga's we did. twenty singles. Bradley and I painstakingly. I was gonna ask if wrote yeah. up all twenty of them together. We it was did. really, and I ranked them. But you changed the order. I changed of one, one of them. song, which I felt was a bit lower than it should be. <laughs> wow. uh, it was hard. It was really hard. It was hard. It gets uh, iffy in the middle for sure. Okay, thank um, you. But we that. definitely our, our top ones were really secure with. You'll have to you'll have to check yeah. popcrush.com to mm-hmm. see which ones we picked. Yeah, um, I did do that. Yeah. So have that's, you heard from anyone about those choices on Facebook? Yes. Everyone's really mad. Everyone's cool. mad. So, yeah. Cool. So we feel really good about good. it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I'd, I'd also like to just say that I come from a place of Gaga fandom. I saw Monster Ball three times. I've, I was there at the very beginning. So this is not just a I hate mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Yes. I, I am Speak critical because, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Matt has just always hated her. <laughs> um, it's definitely coming from a critical place because I, I really, at certainly at peak 2009, 2010, she was... Not to make the comparison, but then it did feel like, oh, shit, like Madonna's mm-hmm. got competition. At that time, it felt like that huge. And Bad Romance was a movement. Yes, I feel similarly. Yeah. Gaga was like it for me yeah. when she first came out. I was so happy. So that's where all of the sadness comes from now. Yeah. I've never been to Monster Ball, but I've seen the movie <laughs> Monsters Ball, and Ooh. I really like the song John Wayne. There we go. That's my hot take. That is right. a hot take, if I've uh, ever heard. That certainly. deserves a full essay. That that would be written by a millennial for sure. <laughs> no, it would be. I just don't like Lady Gaga. I'm sorry. <laughs> a 10,000-word hot take. It would be. Thought catalog. Uh, (laughs) all right well uh yeah let us know what you think of joanne uh leave us a comment on youtube when we post this video and uh tweet us all sorts of nice things about our opinions (laughs) um for more from us subscribe to us on apple music slash itunes at some like it pop um follow us at twitter at pop crush facebook (laughs) pop crush Every time we do the outro, it's like we've never heard of any social application at all. Instagram, Pop Crush. Look, just Google Pop Crush. Yeah. There you go. Not Pop Crunch. No, not Pop Crunch. (laughs) Pop Crunch. Smash that like button, guys. Smash. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Ayo. (laughs) Ayo.